Goku decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Levels, Jeremy, levels. The levels are good. Great. Hey, this is the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Carrots. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> I'm Karis. We're putting it all together. Yeah. Karis and Jeremy here with you with the Early Show Later podcast, episode 101. 101. And on episode 101, I do, I have some chips I need to track down, so we have a prize for someone who tweets the show. Yeah, we've got details on that coming up later. Yeah, it sounds... Delicious. Yes, and uh, new and different, which is very cool, too. Uh, today's episode is entitled, A Beautiful Mist. Because it's been so lovely misty here now. It has. It's been so mild in this place that we call Vancouver. Uh, it's colonial name on the southwest coast of British Columbia. And really the kind of weather in January that I hope for as being a Vancouverite. It's just you walk outside and it's not hitting like the rain isn't driving rain. It's not soaking you in five seconds rain. It's a light mist. So you go outside and you feel refreshed like your skin feels just dewy and soft felt like, yeah, like a spa treatment. Like when I was walking yesterday, I went from a walk last night, and it was like someone was like gently like brushing my face. I was like, oh, this is lovely nature. Thank you for this. So great. This lovely consensual touch on my face. I yeah. love it so much. Then when I was walking last night, this teenager comes out of the bushes. You know, walking at night is scary. You know, women are like walking at night is scary. Yeah. Because it is scary. Yes, it can be. Um. And so this kid comes out of the bushes, and he's wearing like a luchador mask, you know, like a Mexican wrestler. Okay. And I was like, you want to die or you want to kill me? Like, what are you doing? And then I was like, oh, he's wearing a mask. But, like, and, like, and because this is a teenager, a teenager. Takes it to the nth power. Yeah, it's not just a regular old mask. It's got to be a mask. out of the bush, you know what I mean, from the side at 8 o'clock at night in the dark. I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, you teenagers. <laughs> yeah, you teenagers. Oh, why I order? Why I Oh, no. You're ruining my beautiful mist. My misty walk. God, <laughs> never change, teenagers. Never change. You're um, the coolest kid in your class, I can tell. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> Wearing a luch door mask <laughs> out in the mean streets of Coquitlam. <laughs> so today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about those potato chips, as yeah. you alluded to. Very exciting new flavors. Can't wait. Uh, also, uh couple got engaged in Vancouver and they had some photos taken by the barge and yes. this is this these photos uh, have reached the New York Times and the New York Times all of a sudden is like what there's a barge in a city in Va- you know in Vancouver and it's apparently a thing and so that's pretty cool that these photos reached all the way to send a reporter right away. Exactly, sir. I'm I'm in Vancouver. There's no barge. He's like, no, Vancouver, Canada, not Washington. You dummy. Right. Right, sir. Sorry. I'll bomb up the I five. Uh, so the barge just keeps on giving, which is really nice. We also are talking about a board game, uh, not just a board game, but a really really old board game that was found at an archaeological dig. And it made us wonder, what is the absolute best board game of all time? 
Oh. Uh, scientists, archaeologists working in uh, the modern country of Omen uh, discovered a 4,000-year-old board game. And they're like, this is uh, the most, uh, they said, maybe surprising find from this dig. This is like a, what they call Bronze Age civilization. So they're archaeologists working in this one area. Yeah, and they're, they're in this like old Bronze Age settlement. And they're finding all sorts of stuff. They found a 20-meter tall tower that's like four or five stories. They're like, that's pretty impressive for 4,000 years old. Uh, examples of copper work. And they're like, that's awesome. The copper trade was flourishing in this part of the Middle East. And then they said a board game. And they said board games are old. Like people have been playing games as long as we've been running around on this planet. Uh, but this one's neat in that it kind of looks like backgammon. Oh. And carved in stone. They always make stuff out of stone back then because you know what? It lasted. You know what? When you carve things out, it is really durable. <laughs> Way know? more durable than the cardboard that most board games come on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was missing a few pieces. They always are. Yeah, you know what? Especially 4,000 years. You know, yeah. you're like, you can't keep all the pieces that long. And the rules look confusing. But other than that, it's like, hey, that's a board game. You could see this. I mean, like, if you went into a time machine, you'd be like, all right. Can figure this out. Cool board games. Well, I, I mean, good for them to have the spare time to play some games too. Yeah, well, you, you know, you back bring then. down a woolly mammoth, and then you just are like, okay, now what do I do? Yeah, I've got you know that t- that was a lot of work, and a lot of work. Now I need to take a, a few days, time. exactly, and chill. And I'm gonna play this backgammon style board game. Backgammon style, and just eat my mammoth jerk. Speed is of the essence. Tonight. We got a we got a message about our board game, wondering about this four thousand year old board game discovered by archaeologists uh, operating in Omen, uh, a Bronze Age settlement. They're digging up. They found a twenty meter tall tower as well. Hmm, that's pretty big. It's like what, five stories, something like that. Yeah, that's a lot of rocks to haul around for some old and timey people. Yeah, they know what's up. Uh, so they discovered an old board game, and was it Jessica got at us to say? Uh, uh, Megan. Megan saying, is it Jumanji? Yeah, the recovered board game was Jumanji, right? Yes. It, it must have been. I don't know. I mean, clearly, it's got to have been Jumanji. Uh, my buddy is, a, you know, he's got a couple young kids, similar age to um, our kids, you know, floating around like to grade three age. And uh, he says they play board games. They don't even play the game. They just set them up. Mousetrap. Yes. You know, uh, Battleship. Yep. Life. Any of the ones that have like a physicalness to them, they don't even play the game. They just play with the parts and the characters and the little bits and they move them around on their own. And my friend's like, you know what? Awesome. Yeah. And now the only problem with that is you lose pieces much faster that way. Yeah. I think he'd be fine with that. Yeah. I mean, they they add pieces. They're grabbing dolls and stuff and bringing them in. Yeah. Yeah. So then if you do ever want to play that game as an actual game, in the future, you're you're going to find more. You're going to be like, yep, no, we don't have all of the little tanks. They're De- gone. Debate club today. What is the all-time greatest board game? <sighs> That's hard. That is really challenging because there are a lot of good ones out there. Yeah, but you have to pick one and all, and then, then you imply that all the rest are terrible. <sighs> yeah, okay, right. Um, You know what? It's not even on here. I'm going to do a write-in vote. Uh, I should probably I should put it up on Twitter. Sorry. Sorry is oh, probably... Oh, sorry, you should have put it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sor- sorry, the game, I feel like, is probably my all-time favorite board game. Just because, I, for me... Is that the one, do you, do you hit the bubble? No. What's the one where you hit the bubble in the middle? Uh, ooh. That's not sorry. Okay. No. What's okay, ne- that never one mind. called? Or maybe, no. I don't know. Maybe it's sorry. I don't know. I have sorry with just a, a regular dice that you chuck. Yes, not that one. Um, 
but it you don't have to it's not a lot of brain power so you can do other things while you know you can be chatting and having a good time while you're playing the game oh yes i enjoy that you and the girls just having some wine spritzers and playing sorry (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) jeremy you know just john about Uh, life and love and loss (laughs) throwing down some sorry rolls get me another wine spritzer (laughs) yeah i enjoy it because it doesn't I don't have to sit there and concentrate so hard to win. And I find that sometimes very tiring. Okay. Okay. So got, I enjoy Sorry for that reason. I put up on the uh, on the poll today, we have Risk, Monopoly, Settlers of Catan, and Mousetrap. You threw down Sorry as a write-in vote. My write-in vote's Hero's Quest. <laughs> what is Hero's Quest? You're like a barbarian. You're running around a dungeon. It's amazing. Um, or Axis and Allies, which is like mm. a World War II game. It's kind of like Risk. So I ended up voting for Risk because that was the close. That was that was my like, um, what is it? The gateway drug to Axis and Allies. You know, you play Risk. Okay, now we're ready to oh. turn it up. Okay, and then you can move on to Axis and Allies. So I put Risk down. Um, my kids like Monopoly, but they like the one with the uh, you know you gotta have the digital card readers. Oh, yeah, we have old school Monopoly. Yeah, no, no, they don't want. They're just like, what is cash money? This no one uses that, Dad. Oh, I think my kids enjoy the novelty of the cash money. They're like, and then they enjoy being the banker. And they're yeah. like, they're doing the math. Oh, they get nice. to, You know, play with the bills and stuff. PK, it's the early show with Karis and Jeremy. And we're talking board games this morning. What is your favorite board game? What is the all-time best board game? All-time good. So I was talking earlier, I thought Story was the one with the little bubble. You go, bum, bum, and it rolls the dice for you because... I don't know. That's novel. It was trouble. Yeah, that's Haley it. texts that one into us. So thank you, Haley, for that. Uh, got a text from uh, Alex who says, "Ticket to Ride," and I was thinking that one too. We got that one last year, and I really dig it. You have to build uh, train tracks across. It's the United States, although there is a line that goes through the very bottom part of Canada near the border. Um, it's cool. I like it. Ticket to ride. Train track building game. <laughs> Train track building game. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Settlers of Catan, ride and vote. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, what is it? Uh, Rachel says playing Scrabble with no rules. Yeah. I'm all on board for that. Scrabble, the way that you're supposed to play Scrabble, I'm horrible at and I don't enjoy. I just sit there and I look at my silly little letters and I'm like I can't do anything I don't know I this is not but if you have no rules if you can just you know use place names or human names or fun na- you maybe come up with a word I would just put down of- all seven letters every time then I'd just be like oh here's all seven of my letters okay but it, I mean no rules it has to be a word that is it a word? I mean, you can't just so put like, down So, like, what's it like letters. when I play baseball against you? You just run around the bases, and I'm like, <laughs> I, but I tagged you. You're like, did you? But, see, I don't... You're I like don't Donald like Trump play- of sports. No. Oh. <gasps> you're just like, it's a word. And I'm like, it's not a word. You're like, it's a word. And oh. then you just move on. Oh, that hurts me deeply. No, I like to play Scrabble for the fun of it. See, here's the problem. I don't enjoy the intense competition of board games. That's not why I'm there. Right. I'm there to hang out with people I like and to have a laugh and have a good time. So if I'm sitting there and there's this intense competition of like, well, you know, you can't, that's not a rule in Scrabble. Trouble word score. Yeah. And it yeah. Well, I mean, yes, but there are all the rules of what you can what you can and cannot put down in terms of what's a word and what's not a word, right? Yeah. And if you just get rid of that, 
then it loosens it up a bit and you can get a little creative and have, have you a little more fun. Have you considered you don't like Scrabble? Well, yeah, if you're playing it the traditional way, no, I'm not a fan. But <laughs> if you can if you can bend the rules and kind of, you know, make it enjoy it, you know. You know what? I cannot then wait. Then I'm in. I cannot wait for your tax fraud trial i'll visit you in jail i'm like how was bending the rules was that fun yeah just a little bit you know it doesn't always have to be a straight line sometimes it wiggles and it's more fun all right guys good morning you're listening to the early show with karis and jeremy um so lay's potato chips are bringing a couple new flavors to canada for lunar new year and uh they are the two most popular chip flavors in china according to lay's chicken and tomato and cucumber. Okay. Okay. Chicken and tomato. That makes sense. It's ketchup chips with the Lipton chicken noodle soup seasoning. You mush those two together. I get it. I can imagine that one. I yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Cucumber. China. Tell me about it. Yeah. J- cucumber is a very subtle flavor. It has a flavor. Yes. Your gin and tonic greatly benefits from this very subtle flavor. Oh, yeah, definitely. How does it taste on a potato chip? What separates it from a plain potato chip? Exactly. And wouldn't the salt of the potato chip overpower that that really subtle cucumber flavor? (sighs) More questions than answers. There's only one way for us to know the truth. Has to eat them. Yes, and so how, and we get them wet here. It's good. Coming soon, soon, man. I'm going to be looking for them for sure. What does it say here? Blah, 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 blah. Lay's Canada bringing these chips. Going to be in time for the uh, Lunar New Year. Uh, maybe they're here already. Okay. So I'm going right. to keep my eyes open at a convenience store or gas station or grocery store near you. Or else I'm going to be a total freak. I'm going to make a gin and tonic. I'm going to crumble up the chips. <laughs> And you're going to put it in the gin and tonic? That's, you're an animal. That's gross. Ew. You are. <laughs> Death Cab for Cutie, doing a song called Gold Rush. It's on 1027 The Peak. Karis, uh, I saw this uh, uh, buddy tweeted this being like, that dang barge made the New York Times. The, the barge is a phenomenon. It keeps on keeping on. It really does. So a couple here in Vancouver got their engagement photos taken at the barge. <laughs> and it went very viral. I got like 22,000. Can you imagine getting 22,000 likes on your engagement photo? Oh, my God. Uh, no. No, I can't uh, imagine that. It's a beautiful photo. It's, they, they got engaged on a snowy day. First off, so it's already snowy, which is just kind of rare and magical, like at sea level in, in downtown Vancouver. Yeah. And then the background is this barge. For all of us in Vancouver, we're like, oh, a barge photo. Like, they're so, I mean, it's like, you know. They're ubiquitous. Yeah. The Canada geese on the lawn, you know, mm-hmm. a barge in the background of your photo. Yeah. It's just like, that's so Vancouver. Um, but to someone maybe in New York City, they were like, what? What, what do you mean? <laughs> this is a picture of... One, uh, one, I think one of them is down on bended knee. The other, you know, it's the traditional kind of I'm oh, proposing to you. in every way, it is a right? beautiful it engagement looks, stage shot. It looks like an engagement photo. And then there's some ducks 
or geese potentially yeah. in the water. And then directly behind them is the barge. The hulking metal barge. And and it it, it is, you know, it's like, okay, this is an engagement photo. And also, why is there a giant barge behind them? And if you're not from here, that you would be very curious. More questions than answers yeah, you'd have at that sure. point. So sure enough, they reach out to these dudes that got engaged, Patrick and uh, uh, Calum. And they're like, what's up? And they end up in the New York Times. It's in the travel section. <laughs> Visit Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Stay for the barge. Well, and of course, it does have a TripAdvisor rating and all the rest of it. And so, it's high. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is good. Good? I think this is good. This is, this is, this is great. Listen, I'm Team Barge. I want the barge, barge to stay. So, yeah, it's fantastic. That dang barge showing up in the news. Yep. Travel section. Look at that. Yeah. You said it has a high Yelp review. Yes, it does. It the, the English Bay Barge does have a really good Yelp review. So I think if people are tra- traveling to Vancouver uh, just to see the city, they should know about the newest attraction, which is the English Bay Barge. What do they call it? Like it's earned. We got like earned media or whatever, like earned engagement. And so, like, you know, Vancouver didn't have to pay for an ad in the New York Times. They just they came to us. No, that's right. But so. you know what they need to know about and what, uh, Jeremy, you did respond to New York Times travel tweet. Twitter, whatever yeah. that is, uh, you you tweeted them our video of jumping the barge. Because, yeah, they didn't you know, talk about supercarats once, which was weird. Yeah, because they were talking about weird. the barge being, about a lot of things. you know, this thing for the city and all the, the art that's kind of been inspired by it. But they did not talk about our barge jump. Like the pinnacle of the art inspired by. So. Exactly. Weird so. New York Times. I thought you guys were kind of like... You know, like a, like a real newspaper, but whatever. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes they have to uh, have information given to them. And so I'm glad <laughs> that you did provide them with that. That's good. They should have it. Also, I'm really excited about these new potato chip flavors. Yeah, apparently they're out now. So I might I might poke into a grocery store. I do need to do the midweek kind of re-up grocery shop uh-huh. I see them. Next time I'm in a grocery store, which I'm sure will not be long from now because my children are working yeah. on eating us out of house and home. When you so you have kids, you're never far from a grocery store. Nope, that's right. And so next time I'm there, I will definitely be looking for the Lay's uh, was chicken and tomato, tomato and cucumber flavor. Unless, like, I guess like the, the chicken and tomato, like, I get it. But the cucumber, I'm like, all right. How all is right. that going to work in a yeah. chip? Are they going to dial down the salt so we can really taste the cucumber? I don't know. Or is it like, like a slice of cucumber with a little fresh cracked salt on there? Which is know. really nice. Actually, if you have a nice fresh cucumber and you sprinkle a little salt on it, yeah, get that, get that that's good. Pink Himalayan sea salt on there? Woo! What? Sea salt in the mountains? How's that even possible? No one knows about geology. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. So wild. How did that even happen? So good, though. So good. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see, because I think then that would be what we would give away on, you know, for the podcast here, because we still somebody needs to claim these potato chips. And if we could give the person who tweets at us, hey, could I get some of those new cucumber yeah, chips? Cucumber or tomato chicken. We'll yes. let them pick. So that's yeah. what you could tweet at us. And, you know, providing we can find them at the grocery store. But that's what we want to reward you with if we can find them. Get those chips. At Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, Hog, H-O-G-G. And I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. Uh, we made a, a, a Facebook page for the podcast. Yes. Early Show Later podcast. Just search. Wherever you find Early Show Later podcast, there's now a Facebook page for it. Uh, I don't know why, but you could find that. <laughs> And get a smaller clip of the podcast that you just listened to in its entirety. <laughs> if you that's want. What, that's what's posted there right now. Yeah, that's what's on there right now.
Okay, so. cool. We'll do this again tomorrow, episode 101, A Beautiful Mist. Ah, it's lovely and refreshing. From Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Bye-bye. See ya. Tonight. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.